Cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com and use code FALCON for 20% off and free shipping. Guys, guys, Danny, 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 we're back. Danny, we're, yo, yo uh, yeah, welcome again to Mob Rules with Danny, as always. John, we're so, we're not just back, we're so back. Dude, we're so, like, we're old school back. We're on that right. every other week release schedule again, thanks to you crazy mm-hmm. bastards and our friends at Manscaped. Um, <laughs> you guys used our code, helped us out, and now, now they're paying us to, to keep going. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, we John, appreciate that. Yeah, hello. We've now morphed wholly into the realm of, I don't want to do it unless you give me money for it. Is that true? <laughs> do you think that's accurate? Uh, Mob Rules, of course, the Fuck You, Pay Me podcast. Um, and, you know. That's w- so weird. Uh, like, why is it not the other way around? For sure, right? And, and then, as with everything that happens when a company sells out, uh, as we have, along comes Seth. Hey, Seth, yeah. the mad dog. Hey, how's it going? That's the smooth transition to, to having you nice. here. I am a sellout, renowned for it, actually. <laughs> Dude, it's so... So, so yeah, please How go. long until you guys are like the Joe Rogans of 40K? I hope immediately. Dude, like- technically we are now, I would say, because name another 40K podcast um, that has an energy drink sponsorship. Yep. Um, we keep forgetting about that, but thanks to our friends at uh, Raised Energy, um, we There's have... There's no D on that, buddy. <laughs> oh, dude, there's a D because of Manscaped. You can see the D and Ray's energy. Um, nice. Yeah, I think we're the most selly up podcast, which when that's, Spiky that, Bits that has its own podcast is like a weird fucking take. I know. It is. John, I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud yeah, of how too. far you brought the Rogue Trader Network, which is now just basically <laughs> you guys. Dude, that's so, yeah. Uh, we just, I mean, dude, we're just, there's no, there's no notes. There's no schedule anymore. Well, there's a schedule. There's no plan um but yeah uh seth we originally started kind of chatting a while back when you were doing another podcast uh which is named redacted uh we decided to team up in our own network uh to help each other grow and it was mob rules yeah uh dangly redacteds yep uh there was uh high lords Lords. yeah and there was nz40 shabal Yes. Yes. And off. and we teamed up to take down what network? That was the question. <laughs> there was what was the what was the network we teamed up to take down? The Frontline Gaming <laughs> Network. <laughs> Dude, I forgot about that part. Yeah. So yes, that was the plan because that was the only other network at the time. Yeah. We were like we're going to make our own network. That was our own play. We we're going to make our own network uh, to compete with a big company <laughs> like Frontline. Immediately sell out. Immediately. <laughs> they came to look and they're like, "You boys want to join?" We're like, "Yes, please, sir." Sure. So yeah, immediately Seth uh, and Shelby poached for uh, Signals from the Frontline, the reboot. Me and Danny Um, poached for two or three different projects until we get stuck with the one we're worst at. Um, (laughs) Hi, Lords. We're not not bad at that. I think. No, we're we're pretty good. You found your legs. We we, we found our niche now. Um, Hi, Lords went on an indefinite hiatus because Michael Tempe made his own game and decided he didn't like 40K, uh, as did the other house, which... Very appropriate for 40k that the High Lords had a complete and utter disdain for the Imperium uh, and everything that yeah. it fights for and True. against. True. Uh, makes a lot of sense. NZ40 Shabal splintered into two separate entities. Yeah. You guys yeah. heard of the New Zealand Wars? I've not. Tell us about no. John. So, uh, uh, some of the guys uh, left uh, NZ40 Shabal uh, to form Kraken Wargaming, who, know, who yeah, have their I'm own things like that. Name. Uh, NZ40 Shabal still goes uh, occasionally, uh, I guess technically still in the network. They are at this point the most regular uh, up until uh, we got paid by a pube company uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to talk more. What, you'll give us 25 bucks to record? Hell yeah, let's get on that train. I'll give you 26 to not. Oh, uh, dude, you have no idea I'll how quickly we will sell out. Yeah. We will absolutely take you up on that. Where's the outro music? <laughs> yeah. 
Cool. Wait. This did, episode sponsored by Seth. So, See you. <laughs> See you guys. Have a good night. We did. We were talking. Um, and I think I'm going to call this uh, episode the Unholy Trinity because uh, that's one of my favorite group names. Um, uh, we were talking about how post LVO, literally every single person on Grim After Dark is going to be on a plane or traveling or away from technology. My thing that I want to do to celebrate that is at 9 a.m. on Monday morning, start a wait screen. And it's going to say 12 hours till showtime. And it's yeah. just going to count down with the music on the loop. Oh, God. For 12 hours. And then when the timer runs out and says starting soonish, it'll just replace with uh, episode canceled. Wow. It's powerful. It's own brand. It yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that, that was my big idea for, for our week. We probably won't be recording anything. <laughs> You could, you could, you know, just like tell people you're not recording. That's that's what we did this week. Kicker was just like, "Yeah, we're not doing it this week." And I was like, "Sounds good." <laughs> but there's so much news this week. Um, people are overreacting about Tao. Like, it's true. Oh man. Oh, what? Really? Overreactions? Holy shit! Oh my god! One guy is going to be really, really dead. Is that one guy my kill rig? <laughs> yeah. Well, how many wounds has your no. kill rig got? 16. So no. So it kills maybe half to the majority of a kill rig, right, Danny? I'm not a math guy. I don't know these things. Maybe. Yeah, There's see, that's science points. and fact. But it's one yeah. shot from Tau. I think the army only second to orcs in shooting power. That's true. Yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to see how this goes. We're going to see how this goes. Well, what I think... If they, go. If they don't make them high ballistic skill, like if they're like BS4... Even BS3 with not many ways to get plus one. It's like, all right, you got like three of those. You're going to get like two of those to hit. Maybe one doesn't wound, you know? Okay, okay. If they're well, like, they're BS2, well, re -rolling. Strength 16, so it's, you know. Their strength, all right. First of all, you guys are all wrong. <laughs> Unless they change the stats on the hammerhead, which I severely doubt their ballistic skill three plus, right? Yeah. And they get a natural reroll to hit if they take the targeting link, which they probably will if they're packing the railgun. Look, that I was trying good. to be optimistic, Danny. No, I am. I'm, this is optimistic, believe me. So one of them hits like 89% of the time, roughly, right? With a reroll to hit on three plus. But mm -hmm. then it only wounds like 83% of the time from that. So, like, really, you're dropping roughly like 20%. So there's like a 20% chance it just doesn't even get to the wounding stage to hurt you. So it's just like to me, it feels like people are just worried about this. Like, they're worried about like a Vindicare Assassins when they came out and people were taking a bunch of them. Like, you would just, like, be able to wipe out your opponent's characters, no problem. But, like, it didn't end up working out that way. And yeah. it doesn't matter, even though it hits on a two and wounds on a two. Like, it's like, whatever. Remember when the Harpoon Cannon came out for the Imperial Knights? And everyone's like, ooh, oh, yeah. damage 12. Flat yeah. damage 12. Da, 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 da. And those have set the competitive world on fire. I mean, in my, in my heart, they have. <laughs> I like my, Danny's like, my heart still burns for the cannon. Give me that sweet harpoon, baby. Though, though I did give, get give me that harpoon. It gave That's me. What I always say. This really did give me a great idea for a little skit I want to try and do. Um, where Tim Penny and the Biffpot Discord had said that the hammerheads were sold out in the UK, but they were still available in America because America was still waiting for the press conference from Richard Siegler to say if they were good or not. So I just want to have a, a skit where we keep cutting to a press conference. And it's just like, nothing but the backdrop, like at an NFL game. Yeah, the podium with the microphone. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Art of War logos on the on the drop yeah. behind it. Still waiting to see if we should buy a uh, long strike or not. <laughs> like That's we why there's six months ahead, you, you, you guys. Let's let's, get, let's we, get it right. Because we don't all listen to one person. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Anyway, if okay, this so. is a question for both of you because we're just kind of fucking around now. If you guys had the influence and power of a Richard Siegler where people were literally making hundreds of dollars of purchases based on your suggestions, how much would you abuse that and just be Too like, late, John, I already have that much power. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would Great. abuse it uh, and suggest that my, the, the smoothest path to victory is through a cleanly shorn crotch. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah. It's a well, little early for a transition. For the... smooth. <laughs> it's a little early for the transition to the the, the big read about things. And I will say, uh, thanks to our friend in Manscaped, we do have an amazing story we want to share. 
about how one person went to a tournament and had to leave early because of testicle-related injuries that can be prevented. It it can be prevented. With promo That's code true. FALCON, um, uh, <laughs> manscaped.com. Uh, but we will talk about that later. Or Seth, baby powder. LVO, uh, currently yeah. 30 days away um, as of publishing date, uh, less than that. How is it going for you, big guy? Um, with all of your fun, like extracurricular, veterinary, and school activities, uh, and your... I'm- I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I went into I went into a bit of a list spiral last week. Um, when they when they dropped the new Nidzilla stuff, oh, um, yeah. I've I've been pretty active on TTS because there's no one to play with anywhere near me um, because my play partner had uh, COVID. So so oh, much for sucks. my sparring partner. Uh, he's fine, by the way. Okay. That's, that's a really shitty down. way to <laughs> beat your opponent uh, with mind yeah. games uh-huh. by giving them COVID. Uh, beforehand, yes. because so, we know with your access to birds, you have access to all the strains know, of COVID. That's really it's fucking true. rich coming from you, John. Like, to be honest, as a Death Guard player, <laughs> move. Really? Huh? Mm. Oh, sir, no, no. excuse sir, you. He's a Templar player. I have very strong feelings about the Maltese cross. <laughs> you could have fucking fooled me. I've never seen <laughs> bust those be, models out actually, even Maybe one. we should clarify. He is a Black Templar owner. <laughs> yeah, I did That's sit fair. today and be like, can I convince my wife to let me spend like 500 bucks to get someone else to paint this shit so I don't have to? <laughs> no, I've, I went into a list spiral for a while trying to figure out how to deal with Nidzilla and then the updated version of Thick City. And I've reached a point where I just said, screw it. I'm taking kill rigs and that's it. Um, I don't care if they're not going to work. It's just fun to shove big models across the table. And then they yeah. were like, and look, here comes railguns. And I was like, good, this is the last time I get to use those models. <laughs> That's fair. I like that your way of defeating these lists is to see if they have a preset kill limit and just throw waves and waves of your own vehicle into them. Uh, exactly. And then, then hope for the best. Uh, Danny, you said you built a monolith today. How's your LVO prep going? M- medium to poor. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how many milligrams totally of models honest. did you do today milligrams mm. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds john hundreds <laughs> hundreds and so i uh, i have a lot of uh uh i have i have a lot of destroyers that i still need to work on i did order the last of my models i ordered uh four more heavy destroyers this morning um on ebay so Dude, that's a hundred dollars of pain what's that that's a hundred dollars of pain you ordered right there yeah, so I ha- so I'm considering a nine heavy destroyer list for LVO. <laughs> like I have the nine heavy destroyers and a monolith, like just because I feel like those are going to be my targets. So I don't know. I think I have a good, I think I have a good shot at killing a bunch of shit with that list. Let's, let's not play and say we did. So what's the game plan? Oh, yeah, Seth, let's yeah. play, dude. Holy nice. shit. So yeah, you're just like high strength gun the game. Uh is kind of what you're going for there, right? Yeah, dude. It's he's nine. He's the proto rail guns. Proto? Fuck off, dude. These are the real deal. <laughs> proto so means before, idiot. Off. Yeah, I know, but it also means it's more primitive and it's clearly it's not. It's like Russian Tau, where it's Necrons. Do you where they're... Invulns? Do you cause mortal wounds just for wounding? If he cheats, Maybe. he does. Sounds like you're more primitive to me. They, there was an eye I'm roll. Not, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to argue with you, Seth. Your lack of knowledge of the background <laughs> of the game is as disappointing as your head is smooth, much like my testicles. <laughs> Thanks, Manscaped. <laughs> Promo code I, I almost said we should compare who's smoother, but I don't want to look at that image. <laughs> <laughs> so that's if, if we don't hit our, our sales goals we've been provided by Manscaped.com. Um, we will all compare testicles on the next video cast. And you'll yep. only have yourself to blame. We will not do that. That is that is awful. I was like, you guys do a video cast? Crap, I'm turning my camera off. <laughs> I was tempted to try and set one up for this, actually. Um, but then it was like, no, no, I don't. I, I like sitting in my closet of shame without the green screen around. It's happy, happy times. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Danny, yeah. you ordered a bunch of models. Seth, you're like, fuck it, kill rig. Uh, yeah. That, that's, How about you, John? Um, what have you been doing? Dude, so I... I took the afternoon off i got the sitter in um like i was i you know it's like set time aside i was gonna sit and just put my black templar contrast all over those guys yeah at least the 40 marine models i need to have painted at least black painted and then i sat and watched book of boba fett um and then i played a little halo infinite uh, and then i watched some youtube <laughs> and then you were like crap it's time to record then i was like crap it's time for wrestling and i can't that miss was wrestling boba fett. 
Oh, dude, it's so good. Like that, that's an entire, like if they could just make all Star Wars Westerns now, um, I would be happy forever. Um, and if we could avoid yeah. solo and Rogue One-esque things and just make them Westerns, that's all I want from here on out. Could they make a 40K Western? They could. You would have to. I I feel. Yeah. Easy. The best 40K Western style movie would be about someone in a Gene Steeler cult. And they're like, I, that's the series I want to see is like your fucking grand level troop in a gene stealer cult who's living their daily life and going to their secret like handshake meetings at nights and just, you know, I think that's too obscure. from afar. I, I think it'd be hard to be relatable in that. In and, you know, that. they're working the machine and, with the two hands jerking off with the claw because it's got to be hidden. Because it's HBO. Yeah, it's yeah. HBO Max. How how are we working Henry Cavill into this? Come on. Dude, okay. It's a patriarch. In all, t- in all honesty, Henry just, Cavill has been worked into so many fucking things. But look, this attractive muscular man likes nerd shit. Look. Look at the nerd shit. Look. Let's make him do some nerd stuff. Yeah. So, and now every interview is, tell me about your nerdy things. We don't know. Wink. Um, which is great. I, I still feel he's a better Horace than, than anything else. Uh, but, but that's just me. Uh, I enjoy the, the kind of the site we're getting and I guess the people looking in and, and Graham Norton, I guess probably getting, we'll probably get a fun segment from that where he plays a game of kill team or something like that. Um, but it's a lot of good free publicity for GW the past couple of months yeah. from celebrities. Yeah. Well, you, where does, we, we are the real 40 K celebrities. Where, oh God, that's oh, the, oh God, you. that's the worst fucking term. Um, I have to say we were like, I, I asked for a new copy for like, um, our, our corporate gig. Cause I'm like, Hey, we've been promoting this one for a month. What do you want me to talk about? And then when I heard Seth, you're taking part in a meet and greet uh, at an I event. I am. Apparently. So let me give you like a little, a little Kick preview. Volunteer me for more things. Dude, always. And this is why it's a benefit to live very far away and be bad because people will never want you for stuff. Um, yep. here we go. So the copy, da, 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 da. uh, the magic, Seth and kicker from signals from the front line. Of course, yours truly assuming you will be there. Um, oh, it's Cherokee. Uh, let's plug Cherokee again and state. We are adding a fun meet and greet at one of the bars on Thursday night. And we would love for everyone to come and oh, hang yeah. out. I, I, I did tell him you should do that. Yeah, see, that's your fault now. So now you're going to have ideas and I give them to him and sometimes he does them and sometimes he doesn't. So Seth, you've been doing signals for like six months now. I think we're yeah. both, we're all in the timeline where we've been doing this kind of weekly grind for six months. It's kind of all blurred together, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It really has. I mean, what are some standout moments from you from signals? Because we when we were first talking, we first sold out our network to join the network we tried to topple. Um, I mean, did 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 we sell out or did we just infiltrate it? Dude, we bought in. We didn't sell out. We bought in. That's all that mm. matters. Uh, that's the wow. lingo. Um, you were <laughs> super we excited, and you're like, "I'm going to beat Reese's record." And you had Re- like, do you still remember how many episodes of Signals Reese did? Two, right? <laughs> that was his record. <laughs> that was the record. Is two episodes? It was like six hundred some. I feel it was more. Um, Probably. How was the experience on Signals been? Now it's been six months different than than what you thought it would be, kind of going into it. Um, it's, it's always a, it's a challenge to corral kicker. He's um, a very I knew that, man. I knew that was, well, it's, it's, it's the behind the scenes. Cause like on camera, whatever, I can shove him along, but he's like, <laughs> he has a thousand ideas. Like, and it's just like, Oh wow. Crap. Um, what are we doing this week? 47 ideas. And I'm like, pick one and we're doing that. Okay. Um, so it's, that's been a challenge is trying to keep him on task. Um, but it's been fun interacting with the community. Um, I've never done anything where I've had a live chat, so it's been cool to interact with the live chat. Dude, isn't um, that the weirdest thing? Yeah. Like yeah. people tuning in for a specific time to talk to you. Like for me, like even though like like Val produces our show, um, and he's like, okay, guys, we got like 12 people waiting for you. And we're like, why? But anyway, they, Seth. How do, you guys, how do you guys handle him on a weekly basis? I'm, I have to ask. Danny, do you want to answer this? I, I have... A very well thought out response to this, but Danny, do you want do you want to go with this one here first? Yeah, it's just so while John is coming up with his well thought out response, <laughs> I'm going to uh, I'm going to elaborate on how I feel and not buy any time at all. Um, well, I, Danny, if you need me to buy time, I can tell you about my experience with Val behind the camera. Well, Val likes to tinker, and he doesn't 
sometimes know exactly what he's tinkering with. It can have. <laughs> would you say sometimes is tinkering? Yeah, causes problems. I mean, occasionally, I wouldn't call him a. I wouldn't call him a gremlin. But <laughs> would you call him a gremlins too? The new batch. <laughs> no. No, I would not. Um, I would say, and then we can kind of go back to you, Seth. Here, Val is a bigger component on our show as um, myself or Danny. Oh, absolutely. With, with, with what he adds and what he brings, um, mm-hmm. and it's really like a huge collaborative effort between the three of us, which is why like, I like have a hard time really not crediting him for that. And yeah, there's gonna be times where like he's in your ear, like ask him this, ask him this, hey, hey, ask him this, follow up on that. And you kind of kind of shut it out a little bit, uh, but like if you look at some of the stuff that's come out of our show, uh, thanks to Val, is the Serval puppet that talks, which has led to Frontline Gaming Network being invaded by puppets literally everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And then he is a perfectionist oh. who strives. For, he's Icarus in podcasting form. He flies super high and wants to soar, but man, that sun's real hot sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree to that. Are you saying he's going to crash and burn, though? Like, Oh, dude, we're going to take him down in flames. He knows that. <laughs> he's just waiting for it to happen. Oh, he's got his God. golden parachute ready. Yeah. And what's super funny as well. <laughs> it's it, 90% of the secondhand store, actually. But uh, it's what's also fun is uh, when Richard Guest produces, because Val's a super busy man who yeah. does literally any stream in the U.S. that has a person that isn't Joe from War Games Live. Um, and Richard will come in. And also, in. Joe, he, he works with Joe too. He does, yeah. Uh, Rich will come in and he'll be like, Why is this button press like this? Why are this, this keyboard short? Why, when I press B, does the entire system shut down? Uh, and that's, that's pretty fun uh, seeing that kind of response there, too. But your show, Seth, is mostly yeah. produced by Rich. Yeah. R- Rich is like, he's real, like. I would I wouldn't say hands off. Like he still is like he's he's doing things in the background and he hops in when we need him to. And if if there's a you know something going on in chat we need to know about, he'll let us know. But he doesn't get in your ear a lot, if you know what I mean. Like he's not like, hey, I'm gonna give you advice right now. Um <laughs> and when and when Richard uh you know needs some time off and Val covers for him, I I struggle sometimes when Val's going off in my ear and I'm trying to talk to Kicker and our guest or chat, and I'm just like can you shut up right now, Val? While I try to think, <laughs> see, six- you'll see me. You'll see me lock up when that happens. Where I'll just like, okay, and because I'm just like, I can't, I can't keep going with talking and listening and thinking. What is the worst disaster that's happened to your show? Danny and I had the Nanavati incident, uh, but what's the worst things happened on Signals? Um, I would 100% say it's when I try to talk about the ITC rules. <laughs> oh no, really? Oh, do you mean the public so, apology? Yes, yes, that. <laughs> yes. Wait, um, what? You do? For, oh, dude, you have to watch Signals. It's great. It's like a soap so, opera. So for a while, we had been hearing about what the new season of ITC rules were going to be. Um, and I was hearing a lot of this through Kicker. Uh, and then I kept saying, like, well, we need to get, you know, Big Papa Reese on and, and have him go through it and you know, that'll be a cool episode. Everyone will be real excited for it. Um, and it was just like, it was really a scheduling conflict because that's like Reese's late night, like when he works late. So it's like really tough to get him on Wednesday nights. Okay. And so I had messaged him and I was like, hey man, can we just like start telling people about stuff? And he's like, yeah, man, you're good. And then I started talking about what I believed the rules were as they were relayed to me by other people. Um, and apparently Val, because this was a Val night, um, had a different set of rules relayed to him which caused a lot of conflict as he's shouting in my ear that I'm wrong. Kicker's not allowed to say anything. And then we get off the air and Kicker's like, no, Seth is right. And then the next morning, Papa Reese is like, no, you wrong. And I'm like, if someone would have given me notes, I'd have just read those. But no one did. So I had to go off what I knew, which was from Kicker, which apparently was old information. So um, Kicker not shouted down a lot on that show. And then Val edited the show with a voiceover of basically Val being like, so everything Seth says is wrong and here's the real stuff. (laughs) So I then, uh, I just said from now on, I don't talk about ITC. And fortunately, Adam Solis, uh, I saw him uh, at NOLA and he was like, you know what, from now on, if you want to talk about ITC stuff and you can't get the big pop on, you just just call me and I'll come on and talk about it. And I'm like, good, because that's not me. There you go. 
Yeah, there you go. Adam Sola style, by the way. Nice segue. He's going to be on Grim After Dark this Monday at kickoff yeah, LVO yeah, Month. Sure. Very excited. We're going to ask him. Uh, I think we'll have a segment, Danny, where we just ask him questions to try and enrage him as a judge. Um, be like, no, is this on an objective? No, he nudged it. I don't know that you can get that man angry as a judge. I've I've been to several <laughs> events now with him, and I mean he's he, he calls himself the cooler because he basically is like there's other judges at the event that handle most of the stuff, but when like someone gets really like bent out of shape, they're like, all right, bring in Adam, and Adam just like here's the rules, deal with it, and walks away. Dude, Seth, we've uh, we've started kind of a rivalry between our two shows for for yes. mainly the reason that I want to pop you. Um, I want to just make you be like, <laughs> you piece of shit. And like that, that's the reaction I go for, for most weeks. Um, mm-hmm. when did you first start notice that I didn't have any better material? I'm not going to lie, guys. I, I might not view every episode of Grimm. Um, I think Danny's so being like, oh, you messed up ITC rules. <laughs> What's yeah. kind of, yeah, a sign. Where it's uh, okay. So as an aside, when you produce a boatload of content, you stop consuming content after a while because yeah. you're just oh, like, dude, for I'm plugged in all the time. I don't want my like relaxation time to be and let me listen to more content. You're like, no, I'm I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, I, yeah. I mean, whatever weekend I was like, hey, cease and desist, stop doing that crap. Although when you guys have good ones, I do show them to my wife. <laughs> um. And she she gets a good kick out of them. So I will say, um, we did produce, or I did order, uh, especially for LVO, where Danny and I will be doing the long war doubles again, um, stickers of the cease and desist thumbnail, uh, which we'll be presenting to our opponents with zero, like, um, follow-up or explanation. Explanation. Just be like, hey, man, don't mention this dude's name. It's blank. I just, uh, I'm not allowed to talk about it during this (laughs) I, actually, I just got, yeah, uh, yeah. I like the sticker idea. I just got uh, artist proof back um, for the stickers the kicker and I are doing for LVO. Nice. Oh shit! How many are you getting? Oh, I haven't. We haven't gone that far oh, in figuring that out. But um, I could probably message him tonight. But... I got like ten because I assumed. Oh, no I, one I would... think we're going to be in the thousands. Is our plan? Oh, shit. People don't like us though. They like you. They like kicker. Yeah. It's fine. Well, I mean, we're going to force them to like us by like probably putting them in all the sweatbags. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've been um, trying it's, to it's talk them. I Shrek and Donkey. I've been trying to talk them into putting um uh, style guides, like just notebooks with a style guide front in every swag bag. Um but that is a sizable investment. It's just blank paper inside because everyone gets one. Uh but I thought that would be kind of cool. Yeah. <sighs> but I do nothing I mean, if, but throughout... if you could save up some sponsorship money for next LV. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Well, right now actually is me looking at what other events I can make it to this year. Because uh, one one is not enough, and Alaska is an awful place. But it's a distant place. It is a distant place, uh, guys. Hey John, yo, you want to hear something awesome? What's that? I found out there's a GT like an hour and a half from me next weekend. Oh fuck! I was gonna say when is it? Like February or March? I might be able to make it. <laughs> but oh, next but, week. Yeah, and it had spots still, so I I snuck on in there. I'm pretty Ooh, excited. Son of a bitch! You son of a Ooh, bitch! You, you, you slipped on in the back door, didn't you? Slipped on in. Uh, guys, we reached the halfway point of the show, um, which is our cue uh, to talk about our balls. Guys, we'll be right back with Seth and Danny talking about all things uh, Warhammer related here. But what I want to talk to you about is the new grooming routines we're going to try in 2022, one of which is going to be preventing chafed balls. Um, what many of you don't know, we did have a friend. We went to a giant tournament. They had to drop round two out of six in a three-day event uh, because their balls we're chafing so badly from standing at the table. And that is not a thing you want to happen to you when you're spending money on airfare, hotel room, tournament tickets. This is a multi-thousand dollar investment. Uh, all ruined uh, just because of some unfortunate sweat. Um, however, it's New Year, New Me uh, with the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Uh, take your package to the next level with their Performance Package 4.0 and the brand new Ultra Premium Body Wash. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you will find the signature Lawmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on your loose skin. The advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. It also comes equipped with a 4,000K LED spotlight that will shine a light to the promised land 2022 looks to be. A grooming routine isn't complete without applying Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. Before showing off your 2022 self, 
These unique formulations take care of the smelliest parts of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year and help prevent unfortunate chafing accidents, uh, as we talked about earlier here. To complete the set, Manscaped threw in their Shed travel bag, uh, which I love, and anti-chafing boxer briefs, which just fit you snugly, uh, as free gifts to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. And the new product that needs no introduction, the Ultra Premium Body Wash from Manscaped, solves all three for the perfect addition to your daily grooming routine. But in the shower, um, I shower every day. Really, I hope you do too. We're all nerds, but let's let's kind of trying to knock past that stereotype and this body wash smells great it's colon infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean nice and moisturized kick discomfort and poor hygiene to the curb this year and use the best tools for the job whether your resolution is to work out more travel to new places attend more tournaments be sure to travel to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code falcon cheers to new balls in 2022 and that's getting 20 percent off and free shipping with the code FALCON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping, manscaped.com, using the code FALCON. It's New Year, no pubes in 2022 with Manscaped. Earl Hagen was a legend. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our hearts. Decades later, he made a comeback, lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, and Pat Benatar. A half century after his humble beginnings, he's at it again. This time without cumbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. His new album, Earl Whistles Disney, is sure to be a hit with all generations. Order now and receive a bonus album, Earl Whistles More Shit a collection of previously unreleased material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. Order yours today on compact disc or double-length cassette. Also available at fine retailers such as Walgreens, CVS, and participating Sam Goody stores. Earl Whistles Disney. Buy it today. And that's get 20% off and free shipping with the code FALCON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code FALCON. It's New Year, no pubes in 2022 with Manscaped TM. Whistle yourself up a good deal. Go, oh, man. And we're so back. Hey, you guys, thanks for letting me do that little mid-roll break there to talk about our balls. Uh, and again, once again... Guys, I think what's more insane than Manscaped reaching out to us for sponsorship is you wonderful listeners uh, all deciding that shorn balls are the best way to support our podcast. Um, I also uh, want to thank our Patreons who also support our podcast through all of this. Um, Yeah. For some reason. Thanks, guys. God, yeah. Please, just don't, don't, please cancel your Patreon immediately. Uh, You should not be giving us money. Uh, This is not good content whatsoever. What the Fuck, just stealing my bits. That's how it is. Who, me or Seth? Both of you guys. You're both just oh. slurping on the microphone there, and that's kind of my bit. Danny, I asked Seth this. Dude, do you have a fresca? You watching the boys? Mm-hmm. That's quality. Um, Danny, how has your first six months been on the Frontline Gaming Network as a talking head celebrity? John, let me tell you. Literal talking head. As a TV. Yes. A man trapped inside of a TV, I can say. It's a weird complaint we got. Uh... People are fucking bitches, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's crazy to me how much people whine about, like, the stupidest shit. And then, like, like we end up talking about it every day or every week. Like, just the worst, terrible whines that people have. I, why, do you even, why do you guys even play this game? And then, like, the complaints about over our set. Like, we're, like, the stupidest fucking complaints. <laughs> Dude, the happiest I think I've ever seen Val is when one random person in chat six months in left a message. It was like, wow, I love that set. So imaginative. I, I, I saw him punch the air. And that's it the, made his day. It yeah. made his life. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to take away from his wife and child, but his life was made uh, by, by that <laughs> moment there. Sounds right. Um, but yeah. So so how has it been for you? And kind of what are some of the, the high points, the low points, kind of everything in between? It was interesting talking to some of the people um, who we had on the show, mm-hmm. um, like some definitely high profile players and cool to talk about kind of 
some of their backstories and what things are going on currently. Um, I really like the player place terrain episode that we did with Tim. I thought that was really great. <laughs> that was one. Of, um, was that when we did devolve down to whether it was pot or what was the poop. other one or poop? Poop. Yeah, poop. it's pot yeah, or poop. poop. <laughs> and it was weird seeing pot take <laughs> off on the rest of like yeah, we started seeing mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trendsetters, you guys are really. Sure. Dude, if I can make one weird ass joke be referenced in one other place, I don't even care if it's multiple people to pick up on it. That pops me. And that I would say me. the low point for me, John. Sure. Has been uh has been the change to a more regularly scheduled program. And that's been kind <laughs> of an adjustment for me. Like we could kind of like finagle mob rules around a little bit during the week, right? Sure. As long as we got it done on War Saturday, it was done, right? Right. But like, we don't have time for that <laughs> right now for with like, I mean, it has to be done every night because we're live every week and not every other week. So it's been a significant right. time increase. And like, I'm the guy who doesn't do any of the pre-work unlike you do. So I can't imagine how much extra of your time it takes up. Like if I'm feeling like it's like it's taking up my time, I can't imagine. So, and, and Seth, I want to I want to hear your thoughts on what you do here for Signals and kind of how your week is adjusted. Because I know from your time with Dangly Redacteds, um, the, you did a whole shitload of prep. Like, you did notes. Yeah. You got everything ready to go. Um, for me, for Grim, um, starting on Tuesday, um, I just comb Facebook, comb Reddit, comb Twitter for random shit that I find funny. And then I'll post it to a group chat we're in. Um and then Sunday night, I usually work to like 9.30 p.m. I get home at like 10 p.m. And then 10.30-ish to 11.30-ish, like I comb through all of the weird shit I've posted throughout the week and I knock it down to the ones that I can work into a joke easiest. And that takes about 30 minutes. And then I send it off to the guys and come Monday that the we record. Um, but that's really like the only kind of like time commitment I have is like my Sunday nights of, oh shit, I got to do notes. And I mean, I love, I love the show. I love doing it. But my reaction every single Sunday, my wife is like, why do you react like that all the time? I'm like, cause fuck, I don't want to do it, but I do. Um, but Seth, I mean, you have so many more notes. I look for shitty memes on the internet. You yeah. have to go through like player rankings for like 40 K age of Sigmar, um, you have to justify why certain people are top of the hobby track when they've just paid thousands of dollars to have airbrush jizz on their army. You you have like all of this stuff to prep for. Well, what does your week look like? Um, so <laughs> not naming names in that I, one, but you know. Okay, well, um, I uh, try it, on a good week. I try to start. We have a template for our notes, which helps because then it's just here's the template. Plug in the info. Um, and kicker takes the like we, we we divided up kicker and I so kicker takes like the industry news like what did GW release what is going on with FLG I take you know what's going on with the the network and so I'll go through and try to you know Sunday or Monday I'll try to go through and skim like okay what have, you know what's the other shows talking about um, I try to wait until Tuesday to update the the competitive track because sometimes they like to dump the updates on Tuesday. And then I, if I do it earlier then I'm like, crap, I have to redo all that and re pull all the names. Um, and figure out whatever it is I want to talk about for the competitive segment. The thing that always is like the hardest for us is, is our, 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 we call it, it's labeled in our notes, the tabletop talk segment, but I don't think we ever call it that. It's just our main segment. Um, and that's always like a moving target. Like, what are we going to do this week? Is there like, cause there's been weeks where it's like, we don't know what to do. Let's go get a guest. And then there's some weeks where it's like, okay, yeah, like GW dumped a huge amount of stuff and we're just going to talk about that in, in that period. So some yeah. weeks it's written for us, but some weeks it's like, like we've been trying to get Steven Box on for like two months. Mm -hmm. Problem is he's in the UK and he's off by like eight hours and we record at night. Yeah, 2.30 in the morning UK time usually. when you, Or no, 3.30 in the morning UK time. When you yeah, so it's like we really want to do it, but we have to do like, that'll be like, oh, we have to do a pre-record if we want to do that. So that's most of our work is just figuring out what the main segment is going to be. Um, and if we have a guest um, without fail, like Godspeed for you guys having a guest every week because without fail, whenever we decide we're going to have a guest, it, it just turns into a game of kicker Val Richard and I all thinking that someone else is handling the guest. And then about an hour before the show, the guest being like, so like, what am I doing? Like, where am I going? What do I need? And then like, we're like, Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Let me tell you, and this is fascinating uh, listening for all of our listeners here. Uh, Google calendars is like your best friend. Uh, that's that's how I do our guests generally is I will send a Google calendar invite and tag every single other person in there. And we've only had one person as a request um, and everyone else has been kind of people we've thrown in. That was yep. that's been pretty fun. Um, especially trying to get like something new. Like um, I know like an, uh, an episode we struggled with a little bit, but was fun overall. We we talked to Marshall Peterson after was that Dallas or was that Florida? It was one of the GW events. Was the one he did with Necron? Yeah, but it was kind of like yeah. we're like, well, we were looking I think at it was Lone Star. He did. Oh well yeah, yeah. Where we're looking at like who we can talk to, and it was coming down for after a couple of months. Be like, well, do we want to talk to like the same three people from Art of War every two weeks, or do we want to kind of like go along? And so like kind of looking for someone interesting and someone like kind of different right, that, that goes out there. That's been strange. Yeah. We're just trying to find people. Because usually when we do, like, these episodes, like, Marlboro's like, we'll ask you, we'll ask friends, people we have, like, experience with, so we can kind of, like, vibe a lot easier. So I think the hardest part for me has been trying to vibe with these random people, who are great people, like, all of them. Yeah. But, like, yeah. where's your angle? Like, like where do you go? Like, what do you say um, to these people you've never met in real life? Yeah. Yeah, and there's definitely a lot of just conversational flow that like when you talk to the same people all the time, you kind of know like when they're wrapping up, when you can jump in and transition. Um, you know, so when you're when you're <laughs> Dude, doing a show, the, that's the hardest thing for me. Holy shit, yeah. I'm so bad at it. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like if you're doing a show just like you and Danny, and you've done this, you know, for a while. You're like, okay, I know when to pitch it to Danny and he's going to pitch it back to me. Dude, no, you always have that third person that's new. No, no, dude, ask Danny. Like that is the part I am worse at. I get so like wrapped up in like I have like 3D chess like 15 questions ahead I'm ready to go and I just don't shut the fuck up about it and like Danny's like oh, I kind of wanted to ask some stuff so I'm like I'm like how am I supposed to tell when people and Val's like I don't know look for normal human like fucking notifications that someone else wants to talk and that's that's a blind spot for me is that I don't give anyone else room to breathe or talk and it's, it's like a tough thing. And it's, I think well, something I'm thankful for for Graham. I think you're probably being a little bit hard on yourself here. But, dude, what's something I'm thankful for for Graham over the last six months is, like, yeah. that's something I've learned is, like, holy shit, I took over, like, so much. And kind of, like, pulling back and what to do on that. But, yeah, dude, of course I'm hard on myself. It's, like, it's what I do. It's the fun part. Well, you shouldn't be. No, I love myself. It's good. I had um, <laughs> a, a work the other day. I work a, a cool menial job so I can get a free degree. Um, but there was a person at the the box who was like, man, you're really good at your job. And I really freak out my coworkers because I agree with people. I'm like, yeah, I am really good. And they're like, man, you have a voice. You're a great voice. You should be on radio. And I'm like, man, you really want me to go into a dying industry? And there was like that one, two second pause in between me saying it and them laughing at it where I'm like, oh, I fucked up bad. But luckily they laughed and I didn't fuck up. Um, yeah, if they laugh, know they I have multiple up. podcasts. <laughs> Why is that, Seth? Oh, that's what I'm saying. That was John's response to you should get into radio. He's like, don't you oh. know I have multiple podcasts? There are literally you know who I am? dozens of people that listen to two of my things. Um, exactly. Seth, speaking of other things, you still maintain other things. Kind of like halfway through uh, Redacted Boys uh, and kind of moving into the frontline stuff. You started or you rebranded your YouTube channel and you have Seth the Mad Doc and now you're one of the preeminent orc YouTubers out there. The that's preeminent. A, that's that's a strong term. It is. It is. It's a great word, too. I use the dictionary and everything. Right, keep talking while I pull up a thesaurus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, you know, we, we started a YouTube channel for the old podcast and I was really the only one that produced content for it. And so after like. I don't know, maybe a year of it being the the podcast YouTube. I was like, I mean, no one else is producing content for this. All my content is just orcs. Let's just rebrand it into the orc stuff because it's yeah. all we're talking about. So that's what I did. And then at the same time, and this is before we were approached to do signals, I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I want to try to like really get a good schedule. I talked to, you know, you might know him. Uh, he's kind of famous. His name's Phil. He, he used to live in Alaska. The glacial... Nerd, I yes, know him yeah, well. That, yeah, the nerd uh, guy, the guy thing. with the blonde hair, iceberg yeah, yeah, geek. So, yeah, 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 iceberg geek. Yep, exactly. He says, "Got it." Boo. 
That's what he's famous for. It's really sad. It's very pessimistic. He's the most pessimistic person I know. He rolls a one. His opponent rolls well. He's like, boo. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I decided to do. There's another bit, Danny. Evil Phil. And only three people will get it, but it'll be fucking funny for those three people. Yeah, anyway. Sorry, you decided to do. I decided to do a video a week and stick to that schedule and then picked up signals and did a show a week. Um, So that's been a lot, producing both of those. So I actually, the, the video I filmed this week, I was like, you know, like, what's the plan for the channel for the next year? I was like, I might scale back how much I produce just to try to do better quality than, than I'm doing right now. Because yeah. um, I used to be able to do, like, I'm going to sit down and put models on the table and show people, like, this is how you should move this army. And now I'm just like, I don't have time for that. I'm going to go set my camera up in my hobby room and talk for five minutes. How is the burnout? Like, okay, so Mob Rules has been going on for about five years now. We've been doing weekly content for um, six months now. Yeah. How bad is the, holy shit, get this fucking rule book away from me. I want to hear none of it. There's like certain, like I had weeks where I would know nothing of 40K if it wasn't for um, like two communities I'm a part of. I, I don't get the, I don't get the hobby burnout as much. Like, I certainly, like, I'll lose interest in an army. Like, in particular, with, like, orcs are probably not going to get any new content for the rest of this edition. So if they get, like, really left behind in the dust, I could certainly see myself getting kind of burned out on them and just want to play something different for a bit. But, like, I don't get burned out on the hobby, and that's just my personality trait. Like, I legitimately spend probably six to eight hours a day thinking about this crap if I didn't even have an Like, the, the podcasts are just a chance for me to talk about it. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I don't. I now that being said, you know, I'm, I'm here saying I don't get burnt out. You might be talking to me in two months where I'm like, I quit everything and I went and became yeah, a hermit. For sure. And, According know, to thesaurus.com, you don't get nervous prostration. So that's really impressive. That's an impressive set of words. Yeah. Yeah. No. No derangement or neurosis from there. Yeah. We all we have thesaurus.com. Please sponsor us. We'll sell out for like literally anything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you you talked to Phil. You were like, I have this release schedule now. Now I have to create content twice a week until death, much like Disney does with Star Wars and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you've been pretty successful about it. You built a pretty good community there. Yeah, yeah. We did... Um, we The channel, I think, more than doubled in size in terms of subscribers in the last year. And so then I was asking them, like, just in the comments, like, what do you guys want? Like, you know, I'm... I'm and they wanted a Discord, which I thought was, like, be honest, I thought that was silly because I was like, man, there's like 3 million discords. Why do we need another discord? And they're like, no, we want we want an orc-specific competitive discord. And I was like, okay. And there's like 350 members in it. Like, it, oh. it's very full. I mean, um, I'm in it. Yeah, I mean, well. I'm in it as well. Okay, 349. Really Let me, give me a second. Let me, if he clicks, 300. <laughs> Where's Danny? <laughs> wow. To boot him from that. Uh, Villicate. Fucked up, yeah. yeah. Fucked up. So, yeah, but it's, it's, I mean, it's active every day. I mean, there's, guys posting while we're in the show they're posting and talking about lists and ideas and painting so that's been cool um that's pretty much taken on a life it's i had to get moderators because i was mm-hmm. like there's a lot of crap in here and i can't read all of it because i'll wake up in the morning and there's like 200 messages and i'm like no um, <laughs> sorry just no so yeah that's been cool um and the, the, yeah the community's really kind of become self-sustaining and i'm just the monkey that dances for it some days nice that's awesome. What do you think your biggest learning has been since you've started kind of this like frequent content um, where like you've either improved as a player or kind of as a content creator? Kind of where was your biggest aha moment over the past year? You guys have aha moments? Hell yeah. Like every, like I remember there was one I time. all the time, Seth. Ah. ah. <laughs> there was like a time we were doing like after I think five or six weeks of Grim, I was like a light bulb went off. I'm like, okay, this is what it is. Um, because you know there was very broad strokes of what it should be, um, and then after every episode, I was like, well, okay, we could maybe try something, maybe do this and everything. But like after about a month and a half or so, we're like, oh, okay, this is it. Like that was a light bulb moment for me. Um, yeah. What was that for you? So it was not on any 40k stuff actually, where my aha moment occurred. Um, I because I'm a masochist, I I do another podcast. Um for the professional organization that I'm a part of for avian vets. And I, I didn't, and it's an interview based show and I did an interview of, of someone else talking about their research. And when we got done like recording it, they were like, you're really good at this. And I'm like, am I They're like, yeah, like I would pay you to do this. And I was like, really? can you, 
<laughs> like, so, you know, I guess kind of when I got out of the bubble that we, we exist in kind of, in, you know, cause we, we talk to a, amongst ourselves, we talk to a bunch of people about other content producers. So I don't know that we get that outside perspective of, okay, yeah. And now I'm just going to talk to someone that normally doesn't do this on a weekly or every other week basis. And they're like, you're good at this. You're organized and you, you know, you float well. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just, just what we do on a normal week for us. So that was my aha moment, I guess, was was stepping outside of, of our bubble into another bubble and people being like, that's not a normal set of skills. And being that you're in real America right now, um, you've been to a ton of events this year, uh, both Frontline the, GW. The continental United Loco, States, you might uh, say? Contiguous United States. Uh, fucking right, Seth. You know that. <laughs> for for people listening to the audio, which is the only version of this, Danny rolled his eyes so hard, uh, he was able to spot the assassins behind him. Um, Baiting son of a bitch. <laughs> How has it been since you've uh, bought in? Because we haven't sold out. You you bought in and being at those events and having people come up to you and, and kind of talk to you about your stuff that you create. So so the, the funny part was like, I think the first episode we did of Signals was like the literal week of ACO. So like I showed up to ACO and no one knew who the hell I was. Because they're like, well, we didn't watch Signals this week. And I was like, oh, well. Who the I, fuck I watches Signals? Are you, where Reese talks to a wall for 30 minutes Excuse then hangs me, up? Let me... Let me explain to you who I am. Yeah. So there was a lot of that the first time, but, um, you know, I get, I get a lot of folks that know me from the orc stuff and they'll come up and say hi, or I've had people come up and be like, Hey, I'm not into orcs, but my friend super is. And you you watch your channel. Can I get like, you know, a sticker or a picture or whatever? And that one guy um, from the team Texas group actually did a video of me. He's like, you need to call my friend a git for not being here. Um, so that, yeah, I I got a lot of that stuff. And then it was like the new Orleans event for FLG was the first one I went to after I'd been doing signals for a while. And yeah, there was definitely like, I was like, Oh yeah, we love you and kicker. Um, which is where Shrek and donkey came from. Um, because that's when they started calling us Shrek and donkey. Which one are you? I'm Shrek. And that's not the first time in my life I've been called Shrek. Would that make kicker Farquad? No, no, he's donkey. (laughs) I think he's more puss in boots to be honest. So, so fun story. When, when my wife and I first met and started dating, her oh. roommates would call us Shrek and Fiona. Oh, man. So oh, man. it's not the first time I've been called Shrek. So your, I was like, your poor go. wife. It's true. It's true. She, she actually is like still mad at them for that. Like I mentioned it today because um, we got the artwork back for the stickers. And I was like, do you want me to make one with you and me? And it's like Shrek and Fiona. She's like, I chose like, I'm still mad at those people. I was like, I didn't care. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Danny, I think our t- sticker should be, it's a lot of fucking TVs deal with it. And then just frontline yeah. gaming on the bottom, just like official logos and everything. <laughs> and we'll just, we'll leave one at every table uh, and it's yeah. official uh, because they're just there. Put them on the mat so people have to see it when they play. Yeah. And when they buy them discounted after LVO, they're yeah. stuck on there because it's a real it's high quality adhesive. Yeah. Heck Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could slip in on the digital files for some of these mats when they get printed. So, <laughs> no, no, get it on the pre printed terrain. Yeah, guys, moving on go. to that, like, I know as we're sort of wrapping up here, um, dude, that pre printed terrain is fucking really insane. Cool. Uh, really Seth, good. you've saw, seen a bunch of it in real life, both the, the weird Gothic cathedral with the two big center building and the orc stuff there. Yeah. Uh, what's it like in person? I'm gonna tell you, they, uh, they know their mark. I walked into New Orleans and I, I was sitting down talking to someone and uh, Leo walks over with the new orc terrain and puts it down in front of me. And he's like, here it is, Seth. It'll be up for pre-order. And I was just like, just just put me down for one. It's really <laughs> nice. It's really good looking stuff. Um, I Particularly because I have I have, I have a set of, of the orc stuff that's not pre-printed. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I really hate painting terrain. Like, Dude, I just... I can I can get into painting, you know, I could I painted a lot of a lot of orcs, a lot of orcs. I hate painting terrain. I that's the only thing I've ever commissioned in my life was I was just like, I got a bunch of terrain that I like. How much it to paint it? And I got a good price and I was like sold and sent it off because I just can't like every time I sit down to paint terrain, I'm like, Well, I'm only really using the terrain at my house. It's just me and my my sparring partner, like Who you infected with a deadly disease. He got it somewhere else. I had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds, I did definitely like have a vial of it that I shot through his window. You didn't shoot so it. You used a bird good. delivery system. We've already been through this. Okay, fair enough. Um, so every time I sit down and think about like what I'm like, but if I could, I could spend that time painting a model that I could take to events, 
or take out to the game store. And I'm like, yeah. so yeah, every time. So I hate painted terrain. So the fact that it comes out and once you build it and that stuff builds up pretty quick too. Um, and then you're going to just like, cool, it's done. It goes on the table and it looks pretty damn good. That's pretty cool. It's amazing. We're very proud of you. Um, I don't know. Proud what... of me for the thing they did that I have nothing to do with. No, you, you, you literally told us off air. It was all your idea. Oh, yes, um, and you're going to be selling it out of the back of your car uh, at LVO. That, that was, that was oh, I hard. know. I'm going to be stealing it at LVO. <laughs> I've, I've tried to get Kicker to agree that if I won a, a specific game, that I got the orc terrain. And uh, he said I had to get Frankie. So I got a corner Frankie at LVO. Of course. Uh, when Reese and Frankie are at their least busiest uh, during the largest uh, event uh, in the world. Exactly. It's open to speaking to. It's yeah. the best time to corner them and ask them for free stuff. We exactly. <laughs> make sure to do it during one of the breaks that's the pre- provided by BCP. <laughs> Pause. All right. All right. What's, what's, the, what's the betting? What's the over and under okay. of Reese and Frankie recognizing any of us? Zero. Okay, fun story about this. Um, so I was supposed to go to the Las Vegas team tournament. Uh, it ended up not happening for, for several reasons. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, our buddy Tim went down, um, and I was like, hey, man, while you're there, pick up the objective markers for me. I'd ordered a set of the objective markers. And he picks them up, and he was like, yeah, I'm picking this up for my, my friend John. He does this and this and this. And, and Reese's exact words were, oh, yeah, I miss those fools. Let me tell you. How many direct conversations I've had with Reese? One. Let me tell you, that exact conversation was a recorded episode of Grim After Dark. <laughs> you guys bonded a lot in that show, didn't you? Uh, yeah, so much. So much because it was recorded after the LVTT. Um, but it's okay. Um, yeah, so it'll be, dude, it's going to be super weird. I'm kind of weirded yeah. out by going down. I'm excited to go down and see everyone again. I, I, I still want to know what our press badges are going to be. Oh, dude, I want... Okay, okay. A little inside baseball. Dude, baseball? This, is, this has all been inside baseball here. Um, but there was talk from Kicker, uh, who is our kind of our frontline gaming uh, liaison, um, that there will be media passes, and you're only allowed to record with a media pass. Now, Seth, obviously frontlines. Danny and I do Grim After Dark for frontline. Uh, we also have, like, Seth the Mad Dog on YouTube. We have Mob Rules here. So we need to get these media passes, and they better be bitching. I'm talking like hot pink, white letters, like seen from space, maybe LEDs. Uh, Seth, what is your dream media pass? Um, I think, really, I want one that has a sound system built into it mm. so we can just play some ambient music. Strong. And, and maybe, John, for yours, could yeah. we get something that maybe allows you to have certain line privileges? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, that's how, cr- cut in front of Nick <laughs> how crazy is this? Year? Okay, so how crazy this year has been is I actually had a conversation with Nick Nanavati about that joke, and it went about as well as you think it would be because he talked to me about it, and his response was, I only heard about this yesterday, and this was a good year and a half um, after I've had it. So that was uh, both good for me because it was very humbling as you realize I don't fucking matter, <laughs> but then move another. Yeah. You matter in our dude, heart. If I get a press pass... I'm going to use it to take pictures of dudes' butt cracks while they're playing games <laughs> like that magic guy. And Oh, did you not know that I did that already? Evil. I already did that. And, and at, that's... The FL, or at the GW New Orleans event. Oh, you did? Yeah. You know, Bam, Hunter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might have I got him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Good times. Uh, Danny, Fuck we're... Yeah. We're getting ready to wrap this up. We got to talk about our pubes for a second afterwards here. Is oh, there anything okay. else you want to talk about with Seth? Uh, before we get going. Um, oh, yeah, okay. So speaking of pubes, man, your your little uh, goatee there is looking pretty good. <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> it grew back nicely. It did. Your beard, your beard came in beautifully. Got him. Got him. Wonderful. Uh, you can catch Seth the Mad Doc on his YouTube channel at Seth the Mad Doc, as well as every Wednesday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern on Signals for the Frontline on the Frontline Gaming Network, wherever all good streams are found, and Twitch. Uh, we will be back, Danny and I, in two weeks. 
because you bastards, Two short weeks. you yeah. bastards bought enough product from Manscaped using promo code Falcon uh, that they were very happy and want us to record more. So here we are. Um, and like I said, cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. Uh, how about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop onto 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Uh, set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Uh, go to manscaped.com and use code FALCON for 20% off plus free shipping uh, because when you suck so hard at the game, uh, your balls might as well be as smooth as your brain. Man, life's a ball. Why not shave it? Man, that's true. And it was meant to go really smoothly into the outro song. Uh, but as I often do, I didn't have the right sound queued up. So oh, yeah, just... so that's why we got a fucking thing. That's why we got the... Uh, the, the In the grimdark future, there is only fuzz. There's only fuzz, yeah. Uh, the badoots. Yeah, that wasn't a joke. Uh, promo code Falcon. It really helps podcast. Thank you. Uh, for Mob Rules, uh, Seth, thank you so much. I've been John. I've been Danny. And fuck, we'll see you in two weeks. Testicular chafing at the table is no joke. You should definitely use either talcum powder or Manscaped's Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver to stop you having to drop like a little bitch at round three at a massive tournament.